Cool. Awesome. Anyways, this is our first podcast in like how long has it been? Um archive. Well, you kind of came on like 2 weeks ago. Well, yeah, but when's like, the last time we actually but, uploaded something? Uh April 22nd, I believe. <laughs> yeah, 27th. April 27th. Yeah, I was considering taking the you know thing we little tidbit we did um, two weeks ago and getting close to it, but I just haven't bothered to go through yet. Yeah, sorry guys, we've been. I mean, honestly, I don't have much of an excuse, but you know, Josh holds this podcast together. What can I say? Um. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, we're gonna try to. We'll do this two people for now. I don't know how long Danny can stick around. Might be a short one. Yeah. Um, I'll try to hang in there for at least until 11 yeah we'll try, we'll try to we'll hit see. an hour uh, i gotta go pay taxes later Ugh, gross <laughs> but um yeah what have you been up to since we last uh i guess this will be the first podcast since april so what have you been yeah, up to so well i guess in the past couple weeks i've been really going hard at preparing the sync and q rev to pcb yeah and uh, plate releases so uh last week yeah, it was last Wednesday because I, I did. I tried to do like a live release stream. Yeah. Uh, but Twitch was actually uh, Twitch was like bugged out, so it wouldn't let you start a stream. Uh, right when I was trying to release, that was like around. Oh noon. yeah, I remember that. I remember that you sent. Uh, you sent uh, something. So yeah, it was only like ten minutes later um, where I got to go on, and I I spent like maybe about thirty minutes doing customer service and online and talking about things. But yeah, so I, I released like 180 units of the Sync PCB. So that's for those of you unfamiliar. It's split staggered and it's um, got the F row on there. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw that. It's very people like those split staggered boards. It yeah. seems. Um, I mean, it's sold out in two days, so not too bad. Damn, how many units? 180. That's not bad for two days yeah. for sure. And that's you're doing all on component crap now mm-hmm. right yeah yeah yep. so let's oh. see oh yeah sense. i got one right here here we go nice nice you can break that break that off if you want to so yeah so both sides have a controller right because it's split so it has to yeah so just doing it that way yeah i, I did a i did a qfp on this side other side is qfn <laughs> it's be, it's be, well because the other one well okay first of all i adapted it from the q frequency um rev what, two that i did but like think of the bomb man you're 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 having your quantity <laughs> per chip it's terrible i think i uh i don't know i guess <laughs> i mean i guess it's i do enough quantity where it doesn't I mean matter. the omegas are you don't get much of a break after a couple hundred honestly um yeah. with the elite c ordering thousands you like you see maybe a 10 cent difference which makes a big difference if you're ordering like you know five thousand ten thousand at a time sure but if you're only ordering a couple hundred eh, it's not even doesn't even matter really and it doesn't change the final price to the customer at all. yeah you know 10 cents very, very minute in the end exactly exactly which actually it was interesting because i'm i'm doing the uh the arm elite c right i'm working on that aka basically a proton c <laughs> For all intents and purposes, with the F zero seven two, F zero seven two, and an EEPROM chip because EEPROM chips are cool. Um, but, I'm uh, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, because yeah, the I've price never, isn't I, as low as I guess I expected, but I'm not surprised at the same time because um, you you save like a buck fifty for the chip because mm-hmm. the the STM. The, I'm so sorry, my window's open today because <laughs> it's hot here, and uh, 
so we live on a main road and near a highway, and also the the firehouse is like three blocks away. So like whenever they leave, they uh, always go this way. Yeah, I, I live like a block away from the firehouse. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like I'm completely don't give a crap. But uh, yeah, when I'm on the video conference or something, I have to remember <laughs> to close my damn window. Uh, but anyways, yeah, because the STM chip is cheaper by like a buck fifty, but everything else is the same price. Um, and also, there's an EEPROM chip which adds money, right? And then also the PCB is slightly longer, so mm. it's a couple cents more. Right. So right. It, it it's still cheaper, and the the final retail price like MSRP will be cheaper than the Elite C, but not maybe not by as much as people are hoping. I don't know. Um, you know, we gotta gotta keep it profitable for vendors who will actually carry it. Yeah. Um, it it will. I can say it will be competitive with the Proton C. Um, you know, we're gonna obviously, but. It's a different chip. It's got basically the same capabilities as the Proton C. EEPROM chip instead of a speaker. Yeah, and I've been using it on basically all my new boards yeah. Uh, yeah. that are not split. Yeah, so. F F zero seven two. It's a good chip. Um, yeah. Easy to work with. We got something around there. Um, it's oh, cheaper yeah. than the F three zero three that the Proton C uses by a teensy bit. Um, and you don't need the big thing is you don't need a crystal, which is awesome. Yep. And you don't need resistors on the USB data lines, which is super interesting. Um, you Go do on the F three zero three, and I'm not sure if the Proton C does. One right here. Yeah, there Let's it is. Uh, focus, focus, please. Focus. focus. Yeah, so well, you're, you're using yeah, the QFP you package. Yep. I'm a sucker for QFP. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find? Oh wait, you, you use QFP in the end, right? No, I want QFN. I want QFN. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, let me pull up the render. Um, Where's my render? I sent a picture to you. So oh, I sent it to someone else today. Who did I send it to? Oh, no, I put it in general. So I'm trying to find it without having to like search through a million things to find the damn picture. Um, where is it? There it is. There's a picture. I don't. You're not gonna be able to see it, Danny. Um, here, I'll just copy the link and paste it in chat. There, and I'll put it up on my. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can put it up on the the streams webcam. Um, there. That's going to look really weird. I apologize. You're going to see my Amazon purchase histories for a second. Um, sorry, I only have two monitors today. But uh, let's see if I can get this centered in frame properly. Small. There. There you go. You can kind of kind of see it. There. <laughs> Just click the link, people. I don't have the scene set up properly to swap, swap back and forth. But, um, yeah, so it's a bit longer, and I went to QFN, because I like QFN. It's a bit easier to route, honestly. Um, you yeah, don't, it's, I can't kind, it's go kind of strange. I can't go under the chip, because it's, you know, big ground pour under there. Right. So you do get a, a few, uh, you know, issues there. But in the end, I actually did streams. There's a stream series on my, that Canadian one. They might be gone by now, because they were only Twitch bots. Um, someone might have downloaded them. Actually, I should check. Um, but yeah, it was hard. It was a pain in the ass to route. And I found out when I was routing it that I accidentally swapped two of the pins and I needed to completely like reroute it because of that. Mm. It was such a pain in the ass. Cause I want it to be pin to pin compatible with the Proton C just right, for right. compatibility reasons. I wanted it. So my, my list of like importance was pin to pin compatible with the elite C's so, like the spy I squared C all that are in the same place. Right. Um, and then after that pin to pin compatible with proton C and I think uh, proton C also follows that same spy I squared C structure as the pro micro. So they're all, you know, the same. If you have like an I squared C thing, you can use it there. 
Um, the only the big difference with the Proton C is this one puts out five volts, so it has a five volt port exposed. It'll also accept five volts, and the five volt like uh, pin is in the same place as the V bus pin on the Elite C and the Pro Micro. So if it's powered, you know, externally through another uh, like split, right? If it's powered through another by another chip, um, it'll work properly. Um, it'll actually work. So uh, you won't. You could use it with a Pro Micro, you know, in theory on a split board once mm. split support exists. Um, doesn't now kind of moot, but uh, I just did that for you know future proofing. So the VCC pin is five volts on it. Um, there is three point three volts also exposed for people who want three point three volts. But uh, yeah, I just did that. The EEPROM chip's fun. Um, what's the butt for? Oh, the wait, what? The butt? Oh, like the snap off part. I see yeah, what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the EEPROM chip. I put the address on the PCB because why not? I, I didn't know what else to put there. I was like, all right, EEPROM chip. Yeah. Seems cool. Although the other thing is like, um, it might be interesting if you do something where you like cut the trace so you could set the address to something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you could have like so. Yeah, if I was, you're gonna... I'm thinking of that. Um, but I guess when you get to that point, it's like, I mean, you're gonna need to get to the point where ARM split supports I squared C and all that too. Yeah. So and also, it, it's um the reason I chose that address, the specific address, is because if you swap in a 256 kilobyte EEPROM, it's uh, the exact same pin mapping, and the pin that's high needs to be high for that EEPROM chip to work. So you could theoretically solder that off and swap on like a, mm-hmm. a higher capacity and with no issues. That's why I picked that address. Um, but yeah, it's just fun. I put it on I squared C instead of Spy because they have Spy or a serial uh, EEPROM also. I put it on I squared C because you can daisy chain I squared C, so it doesn't use up the port. Yeah. Right? You can just use that port normally if you don't want, and just ignore mm-hmm. the EEPROM. Yeah. And just address what you want to address. So that was the, the deciding factors there for why I went with what I did. Also, I squared C EEPROMs are a lot easier to find than Spy EEPROMs. Hmm. Um, there's there's a, there's more selection. Like JLC PCB, they're uh, you know free, not their free parts, but they're like uh, available PCB their available stuff. PCB stuff is all uh, I squared C prom. Uh, they don't okay. have any spy ones. Yeah, they might in extended, but in non extended, it's I squared C. So, anyways, that's the. Uh, so did you do the J- JLC run yet? No, I still need to tweak the bomb. Um, I think the only thing you're gonna have to solder is the USB C port, obviously, which is a bit of a pain, but it should just be drag soldering. Um, and then the I don't think they'll do the reset button, which I don't really care about. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing it won't do uh, was there was one other thing it wouldn't do, and I forget. And it was annoying me, so I'm trying to fix it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a JLC run because they'll do it quicker. And through LCSC, I'll order the USB ports and just drag solder them. It's like do ten because I talked to Elecro, where I get the Elite C's from, and they'll do it. And it's not too expensive, but. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a three-week lead time, you know, just because that's their lead time because uh, they're a fab that does a lot of other stuff. So three weeks isn't bad. Like, I'm going to run a prototype, run them through them eventually just to make sure it works. But uh, I want to get a JLC PCB one in before the end of the week, just get like 10 to mess with, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's in progress. Yeah. It's in progress. Elite C is also still available. Someone was... Uh, Someone said in chat earlier, um, in Discord chat, that they couldn't find Elite Seas. Well, they're all in stock now, I promise. 
all the for vendors should be should be in stock for a while. Yeah, all the vendors have stocked up. Danny's got a ton. Um, if if you can't find it, look at Danny's store. I'll tell you right now because he'll probably have some left. Um, funny enough, I sold out of all my stock. I have to do another. All the extras. Yeah, yeah, all the extras are gone. So everyone's stocked up. There's a lot of elite C's out there right now. Um, we have UK has them. Canada is gonna have them if they don't yet. Uh, U.S. obviously, there's a few vendors. Actually, a vendor in Australia picked them up. Um, the guy who does the board, he bought a couple. Oh, Don, so he's not a vendor. Yeah, I told Don to that. talk to you. Yeah, yeah he, he picked up enough. I think he's going to like distribute, like try to sell them locally or something. Yeah, that's uh, so what he So if you're in Australia, does. bother that guy. Uh, he's got some. Flare ad. Take to uh, Germany. You know, throughout the EU, there's a few places that have them. And then the, also one, one vendor in Portugal just bought some. Although that one was weird because uh, they have insane import fees. So I don't know if they're going to continue to carry them because uh, it was an 80% import tax. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, there's, there's nothing I can do. Um, so I don't know. Should have like th- proxied it through like some <laughs> other country in the EU. They can proxy it. I, I, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Um, but it's just that, that, it's that they might not continue to carry it. But either way. What I'm trying to say is lots of vendors have them um, at this point. It's actually, like, quite a few. I've had to actually make a spreadsheet to, <laughs> to track who has all the damn elite C's at this point. Um, but, yeah, the big ones are Mechboards UK if you're in UK, Kibayo and Novel Keys if you're in the U.S., and that bored dude in uh, Australia if you're in Australia. <laughs> but uh, And if you have a local vendor that's not carrying them, tell them to bother me because... Uh, we don't have them now, but I should have stock at the end of the month. Um, this, I put the order in the end of last month. It usually takes three to four weeks with the big orders. So should have them by the end of the month. Um, oh, that reminds me. I need to order header pins. I always forget because they're, they're packed with header pins, unlike the Proton C. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> they're packed with header pins, and I always I need to remember to order them separately because uh, Elecro. I'm sure they do it for me, but I have such a yeah, good price. Can... Oh, like, okay. uh, I get a really – like, for five – thousand of the uh of the long ones and 2500 of the short header pins it's like 120 bucks it's like nothing you know mm-hmm. and i think elicro wanted to do it and it was like double which isn't a lot but also it takes me i've already got the contact at the header place so i just email them saying i want yeah. more and i just pay it and they ship it to elicro so it takes two seconds i just gotta remember to do it <laughs> last time i forgot but you they ship it within a day so it was fine but uh no, anyways, that's enough Elite C stuff. Elite C talk. I was kidding when I said it'd be 80% Elite C talk. Uh, <laughs> Only 79%. Only 79% Elite C talk. Um, I will say, one thing that's cool, I got, I think, uh, if you're in Discord, I was talking about it. I got an electric unicycle Ooh. about a week ago, right? So I have a one wheel. And I don't know if this was, ta- I don't know if I've had one since the last, in April. Did I have the one wheel in April? I don't remember. So I got a one-wheel, which is like a self-balancing one-wheeled skateboard. It's got like one giant go-kart wheel in the middle. It's freaking fun as hell. Um, I got one of those uh, probably about two months ago, at least. And I've been messing around with that. And I've crashed a lot. I uh, hurt myself a lot the last time, actually. I just bought... I'm buying knee pads and crap because I really screwed up my knee. But... Uh, I got one of those, and then I've been looking into electric unicycles because the one wheel gets 15 miles on a charge, um, and it goes up to, I'd say, 16 miles an hour cruising speed 
right? Like you can push it up to like 20 for like bursts, but 16 miles an hour cruising. So it's pretty damn good, right? Like, you know, 15 miles is pretty good. Um, but you know, why not get more range? (laughs) Yeah. And also electric unicycles are just, I've always heard they're harder to ride. And I'm like, well, I want to learn how to ride one now. And they look fun. Look like a giant nerd riding them, but they look fun. <laughs> so I, I still need to learn how to ride my unicycle, just regular unicycle. I can, ri- yeah, I can barely ride a un- normal unicycle. I learned in college. I, don't, I probably can't anymore, actually. Um, but so I got electric unicycle last week because um, there was one on Craigslist for like an amazing deal. It was like eight hundred fifty bucks, and brand new, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. And this thing only had fifty miles on it because he couldn't learn it and was frust- frustrated. <laughs> so he just wanted to sell it. So I was like, all right, you know, that's great for me. And I've banged the shit out of it. It's back here charging, actually. Here, I'll show you on the webcam. Oh, you probably... There. Yeah, there it's you on go. the floor. Right there, charging. <laughs> Need to get a stand for it. But, um, it's... These things are crazy. This particular... So there's... The good thing with electric unicycles is there's no, like, patent on it. So the one wheel's a patent. It's only one, you know, a manufacturer could make it. Um, but one wheel, you know, electric unicycles, there isn't, I think Segway used to, but whatever. Um, so they're made by three big companies now. Um, and there's, because of that, a lot of innovation, there's a lot of different models, you know, more safety features. So you can get like really cheap ones that don't go far, don't go fast, but you know, they're cheap and you can get very expensive ones that go, well, we'll get into that. But, um, the one I got, it's like kind of a mid range model. It's, it's considered, and uh, let's say high mid-range model, but it, this thing goes up to 35 miles an hour, God, which ridiculous. is terrifying. Yeah, like, I would imagine. I go, like I said, I go 16 miles an hour on my board, and that, that feels pretty damn fast. I've wiped out and really hurt myself at 16 miles an hour. Um, you need to wear like a full suit wearing that thing well, to start. Exactly. Most, like, I, I've, I've got a, I'm getting a full face, like a motocross helmet, right? So it's got the chin. And uh, no visor, because it's just so I don't smash my damn face on the ground, right? So I'm getting a motocross helmet, and then I'm getting, like, actual underclothes, like, elbow pads and back pads and stuff for if I want to go that damn fast. Like, day-to-day, I'll probably just wear, you know, I have a helmet, and, you know, I wear long pants and stuff, and I've um, got elbow pads and knee pads. So that'll be normal, but if I want to go, like, 35, I'll be full gear, Cause that would that would it's really a GoPro. Be, that'd be really bad if you fell off going thirty five miles an hour. That's like terrifying. I don't. It's gonna take me a while because I've been practicing, right? And yesterday I finally was able to go straight for like ten feet without falling off. And um, today I did it during my lunch break, and I was able to like I went around the parking garage a bit because um, that's where I'm practicing, and I didn't hit any cars, thank God. And uh, I was able to, like, go a couple hundred feet without falling off and turning. Stopping is really hard, I've learned. Um, and it's just the balance. Because it'll balance you front to back, but you got to do all the side to side. Mm. Right? And it's, it's not easy. <laughs> it's a real, real pain. Um, and, yeah, it's an 18-inch wheel. Um, I th- no, 16-and-a-half-inch wheel. Or something like that. Somewhere between 16 and 18 inches. I don't actually know. <laughs> Um, three inches wide, so it's it's a decent wheel, which is nice. Um, but it's it's hard. It's it's not. Most people say it takes you about a week to get comfortable. I see that. Like I said, I'm about probably third. I've probably done three to four hours over four days practicing, and at this point, like I can go. I can't mount it without a wall yet. That's that's gonna be a, a whole other thing. But um, I can actually like go around on it now, which is nice. 
Um, but I can't. It's going to take me at least a week or two to feel comfortable taking it around people because this thing weighs 45 pounds. You know, if I'm going even 10 miles an hour and, like, someone pops out and I can't stop and it hits them, that's going to fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's going to take me a while to get to that point. But it's fun. It, it's really fun when you actually get going on it, and I can see it being very dangerous. Um, so if I'm not here in, like, two months and I'm in the hospital, that's why. Uh, <laughs> I told my wife not because you can set um, – it'll, like, tilt back if you go over its max speed or, like, max current mm-hmm. draw. Kind of like so, a segue, yeah. Yeah, so you can set where it'll do that. So I have it set to 10 miles an hour right now, right? I'm like, don't let me go 10 miles an hour. <laughs> I told my wife, before I turn that off, make sure I get, like, the full face helmet and stuff. Because right now I just have, like, a normal bike helmet, which is great. It's pretty good. But if you fall on your face, you could still, you know, break your teeth. Um, So (laughs) I'm going to get an actual helmet and actual, like, elbow and knee pads. Because, you know, safety first, guys. You know, that's, if you want to not die, even then, if you just want to not be in immense amounts of pain, we're safe but anyways that's 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 the electric unicycle talk it's fun um uh, not his safety's not trying in the first place yeah but it's fun it's fun it's it's i i'm very i'm very enamored by like micro mobility stuff you know like the small electric vehicles like the electric unicycles uh electric skateboards you know all that stuff it's really interesting um Especially because the speed of development in that sector right now is crazy. Um, like, it's just, like, jump after jump. Like, the electric unicycles just, like, two, three years ago were nothing like they are today. Like, there's a there's one coming out. Like, it's releasing in a few weeks, I think. Um, it's, it's the most expensive one I've seen. It's $3,000, right? Weighs, like, 70 pounds, I think. I might be over-exaggerating, but it weighs a lot. It weighs more than mine. Um... It has, I think, all, like 70 miles of range, and it'll go up to 45 miles an hour. Like, that's basically a motorcycle almost. Yeah. Like, you can ride on anything that's not the highway at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's just terrifying. Um, but it's crazy, like, just how, again, how quickly the, that sector's evolving. And it's also sad because you look at the one wheel, right, which has been around for a long time since I've been in college, so at least five years. Uh, I want to say at least six, seven years. Um, and it hasn't really had that much uh, growth. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, they've had revisions, but they've actually, and I'm really pissed off about this, um, their most recent, like, hardware revision, like, it's the same, it's like, you know, the Switch has hardware revisions. It's the same board, the XR, but they've done hardware revisions. And they're doing what, like, BMW does where if a part breaks, you have to replace it with like a serialized part. Mm, you know, so like like, the, like let's say all the newer stuff. Like no, like, like let's say like the motor. Let's say the battery controller broke, right? Fried out. If you don't like, you can't just grab one from a salvaged board. They have to like it has to be one that's paired with that controller. Like BMW does it with car parts, or like if it's not the right serial number uh-huh. or like ID, it won't work. It's basically yeah, hardware DRM. Basically, it's like. The stupidest thing in the damn world. I don't know why they're doing it. Yeah, they um, do it on like farm equipment too. Like yeah, all the new yeah, John farm Deere stuff. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, Cat and John Deere and all that. Uh, they definitely do it. And it's like, it's such a consumer hostile move. Um, they have a really like big user base who likes to modify, you know, add external batteries, 
you know, fix them. And they don't have another thing is they don't have third party repair shops. It's just them, and they're known to be slow as hell, and they've been getting worse. So it's like the older hardware. So I have one of the older hardware models. You know, it's still you can swap crap around. You can uh, mod it, which is great. But uh, they're pivoting to that strategy, and people are rightly upset. You know, I, I'm glad I, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy one if I knew it had that. Because uh, I like being able to fix my stuff. Yeah. You know? Of course. Like, that's And that's one th- cool thing about electric unicycles. They're pretty bog standard. Um, like, it's, it's, it's a shell that goes around the wheel. One side's got a bunch of batteries in it. The other side's got some more batteries and the controller in it. And it's all sta- – like, most of them are, like, standard connectors and stuff. You know, battery breaks, build another battery pack, buy another battery pack, pop – it's, like, XR90 connectors. They're pretty standard. Um you can buy replacement parts for all the the wheels. You know, it's it's pretty, it's a lot nicer, <laughs> a lot more consumer friendly, I guess is the word. Um, so, just annoying, you know, because seeing a company that makes a really cool product, just slowly driving into the ground because of anti-consumer policies. And uh, you know, quick aside, Apple does it too, but they're big enough they can get away with it, right? <laughs> they're not going to lose billions of dollars because. You can't repair your iPhone because guess what? You haven't been able to repair your iPhone for years. Um, and they have third-party repair shops at least. I will say. They at least have third-party Lewis, repair Louis Rossman. Louis Rossman. And I also – yeah, there's also Louis Rossman. Uh, so that's – yeah, hardware DRM is a bitch. I don't, I, I don't think even Apple's gotten to hardware DRM yet. Yeah, yeah not yet. Um, like, you, like if your USB-C port breaks, you can still – you have to solder it, but you can still like replace the USB-C port. Um, so it's, it's – that's that just annoying. I Although I guess with Apple, since they're going to like the ARM chips, yeah, they're, uh, they're now build doing your, build your Hackintosh right? in the future. Yeah, although they're they're doing in-house fab, right? Like they have yep. their own, uh, not microcontroller, CPU fab now. Uh, it was like the A9 chip, something like that. I don't know what. Yeah, I guess that's the first one. That's like no, it's, it's like A13 or yeah, 14. I think it's no, based I, off I can't of even ARM. keep tabs on it. Yeah, I think it's but yeah, it's based knows. off ARM. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, that, that's Apple. Everyone expects it from Apple, <laughs> and they're big enough. Like I said, it doesn't really matter. They, they've set up. They've set their own precedent at this point. Um, the other, the, the other company I'm talking about is like it's, they're not big enough, and it, like they have a huge enthusiast com- community that if they embraced it would probably help them a hell of a lot. But you know, anyways, rant over. Uh, <laughs> what have you? Uh, what have you been doing besides keyboard stuff, Danny? Do you have an electric unicycle? No, no, just I bought a regular unicycle like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And then I brought, I brought it to my office because like I have a, there was like an unfinished area in the office where I could just like try to practice and, uh, and you know, and have nobody see me around. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I forgot at some point, yeah, they, they closed that unfinished area and then I had to bring that it home. And it, and it basically just stuck in the shed ever since. <laughs> the unicycles, they're not years. easy. They're not because... For me, the hardest part of learning how to drive, ride a cycle is like because you have to pedal, and every time I try to pedal, I fall off because it would mess up my center of gravity. <laughs> that was always the hardest part for me. Um, I, yeah, I probably couldn't ride one anymore. Yeah, I would do it like after hours in the hallway where I could just put both yeah. my hands on the walls. Yeah, uh, to try to balance. One of the so when I was learning the electric unicycle, like this would probably translate to normal unicycles. One of the best ways of learning apparently is just get a shopping cart. You know, so you can hold on to it in oh, front of you. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have one, so I couldn't, couldn't like, I, I'm not anywhere near, I'm downtown in the city. There's no, like, Walmart's or giant parking lots here. 
Um, but I imagine, you know, with a normal unicycle, you probably do that too. You just get a shopping cart and you push it. Because that way, like, if you fall, you can't fall forward as easily, right? But you can still move forward because you have a shopping cart. Uh, yeah, I guess that would help you with, like, figuring out the whole pedal back and forth thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's neat tip if, if anyone here is getting steal electric a shopping cart <laughs> just uh you know go to a walmart and steal one of their shopping carts for a bit and uh practice in the, in the parking lot but uh yeah unicycles are interesting my dad i remember when i was a kid he had one but like he he had one with like special pedal like they, they were like blue aluminum pedals like they were fancy i don't know why he had it <laughs> looking back it's like a bmx unicycle well that's the thing so he did downhill mountain biking like I, that shit's terrifying. Um, if you've ever looked at, like, if you've ever seen downhill mountain biking or seen videos, it's fucking terrifying. They're like, well, going down. I mean, I've just done like regular mountain biking before, and that's like but crazy it, itself. It's, it's like you're going as fast as you can down a mountain with rocks and trees and all this, and you know, that's dangerous. <laughs> um, but he did that as a not as a kid, but like as a young adult with my uncle. And I'm assuming at some point that's how he got the unicycle. Because I remember the unicycle had a mountain bike tire. So that was wild. I could never do downhill mountain bike. That is one thing that, like, that just that scares me. <laughs> I've done normal mountain biking, like, you know, on semi-flat trails with, yeah. like, you know, ups and downs. But not like, Go over a log or two, you not know. Not literally down a, a mountain. <laughs> so I don't think I could do that. I, don't, I, I would definitely break something. Like, I mean, I've done skiing, like, you know, through the trees and stuff, like where it's different. like, you know, super yeah. dense, but that's, but that's like, you can just stop whenever you want to, <laughs> exactly. you know, you don't have to like go as, you're not trying to go as fast as possible. Yeah, you're not, it's not a race, right? No, I got to, and speaking of skiing, I need to, I missed this season because I was busy doing other stuff. I, um, apparently there's a lot of snowboarding and skiing up here, which I guess makes sense. We're in the West coast. Um, we've got lots of mountains, so I gotta, I want to try snowboarding. Because I've done skiing before in the past uh, when I was in Boy Scouts. I, I, I wouldn't say I got good at it. I was able to go down Black Diamonds, but not safely. <laughs> um, and I probably don't remember any of it anyways. But I want to learn snowboarding, I think. Because, I don't know, it seems fun. Why not? I've got all my coworkers do yeah. it. Because, again, Pacific Northwest, like half the people here ski or snowboard. So Yeah, I do the, the blades, actually. Like, oh, I, yeah. I remember like I was, I was about to like learn how to go snowboarding. And then like my dad just like one day he just bought home like uh, a pair of uh, the ski boards or I don't know what they call them, but or ski boards, blade, snow blades, they have like various names for it. But uh, yeah, that's what I usually go uh, use when I go skiing now. They're fun. Have you ever, those are like the little, like they like this long, right? Yeah. I think the ones I have are about, a hundred centimeters long. I think they, they make them like, they usually go between like 90 to about, um, maybe like 110 uh, centimeters. Okay. That's so like, do you, you don't need poles for those then? Yeah, I don't, I don't use poles for them. Uh, basically in the binding, you know, it's not like regular ski bindings. It's just like Mm -hmm. you strap them onto your feet basically. Oh, interesting. So, well, actually, no, well, they will, yeah, you, they will pop off. Like, um, but you, you, what I do is like I wear a strap around um, my my like uh, my calf mm-hmm. for for each ski. So like if I fall and they they come off, then they're just like attached to my leg still. 
interesting. interesting. I've seen I don't have people, to like run down and grab them. I remember seeing people with those uh, one of the last time, which was a few years ago. <laughs> I went to, I went skiing, but yeah, oh, it seems it seems like living in Washington, I should learn how to snowboard or ski or something, because um, the winters suck here. Not in the sense that they're cold, because they're not that cold, but like they're just gray. And it gets dark super early, so I was like, "You gotta do something. <laughs> you gotta do something fun." Um, but eh. we'll see. We'll see. Update. I'll update you this winter. What was this? But have you dodged drongos? That I I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> Is that an Australian word, drongo? Yeah, it sounds it's, like uh, an Australian word. Tay just asked me, uh, Mendez. Let's see. What's drongo? What is? What is a drongo? And what's Alice Springs? Alice Springs, that's that's where I'd gone to when I went to Australia for a uh, month. Okay, so Drongo is li- literally literally uh, the outback. Okay, so I'm thinking it's either dingoes or kangaroos. Drongo, it's a bird of some sort. It's a bird. Oh, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Oh, speaking of birds, um, keyboard drama. <laughs> there's, oh, yeah. there's quite a bit going on right now, eh? I'll I'll send you this one. This one was uh, yeah. It's it's uh, involves wood keys. Wait, still? Not, not, oh, no, the not, other not, wood not, keys. Not, not, not wood no, keys. This, this wood is a new keys. one. This is a new one. This one's like this guy calls us key wood. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if if you got like, but if you have a chance to read this one, um, yeah. Did you send? It's, it's, a, it's it? a fun one. I put it in the live stream. Live stream channel. In, uh, okay, yeah. Put it in a. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, it defaults to my other monitor, guys. I apologize. Um, anyways, let me pull this up. But yeah, as you read along, it like um, this this other guy comes in, and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> wood. I don't see any pictures. Oh, because okay, they're sorting out kinks with the manufacturer. Yeah. Okay, well, so, so give me okay, the yeah. give me the TLDR. I'll, I'll summarize. So um, basically, this guy Keywood, uh, I think he's based out of <laughs> California. Key- and he's like, you know, uh, running interest tech for these keycaps, like made out of wood. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I guess they're engraved of some sort with a particular font. But sure, um, yeah. basically, I forgot what the price was, but it was like, yeah, I, I guess it says like five to $600 for like a whole custom set. I don't know if it was like, I forgot the figure was like, I mean, that like seems, TKL set or something that like that. It seems like, I mean, it's expensive, but like for a fully engraved wood keys that don't exist, like you can't get that. Like that's whatever. So yeah, and then like everybody's asking about details, and then this one guy, uh, G14D, mm. he's he, I guess he's based out of Hong Kong. Okay. He's basically like, you didn't design these. It's like <laughs> like the guy says like these are designed in, in California, manufactured in China. But they, like this, you know, G14 guy's like, no, you didn't. It's like Ooh. all you did, all you, basically, basically, he uh, he's like, you only design the font that's gonna go onto the keycaps. <laughs> and it's everything basically the keycaps were already made in china because i designed the keycaps i helped the manufacturer design these keycaps this is basically like i had like a this this product would not exist without me and then the guy's like yeah you have no proof or anything like that you're you don't even know who the manufacturer is and it's like this, you know this you guys like yeah i do let me let me talk to this guy on wechat you know take the manufacturer on wechat you know oh and then, my like, god basically like he got like that guy got busted so hard, and th- and then um, like so they did, he did the WeChat with his friend at the manufacturer, 
And then the match frat guy is like, yeah, I'm going to like completely cut ties with this keyboard guy. <laughs> oh God. That's a, uh... like basically like it had, you know, it was spread out over like a day or two, but basically, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, like everybody's just waiting for it. It's like, okay, what, you know, is this guy going to like unleash the proof? And then like he unleashed like the Isn't truth it? for sure. Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna like have to screenshots read. of screenshots of the WeChat at the end. <laughs> I need yeah, to scroll down. To, yeah, yeah, scroll down to the part where like he okay posts the screenshots. Hold on, uh, screenshots. That's a keyboard layout. Screenshots, screenshots. Okay, here we go. That okay. So that's this guy. That's a picture of his keyboard. Okay, hold on. Okay, here we go. So G14. Shitty taste in naming. <laughs> Wood Key. Again, could have chose a better name considering Wood Keys is like a known scammer at this point. But I guess it was apt, right? <laughs> um, partnership will be terminated. Oh my god. And oh yeah, and the, the killer knows like, okay, now now the G14 guy, he's like, all right, you know, I'm going to work with manufacturer. We're going to release this ourselves. We're going to get that productized because i think um, oh and they got the the chat the, the the manufacturer sent them the screenshot between him and oh that's funny would you so oh, now, wow. now now that now they're gonna run it themselves as opposed to through this keywood guy wow i mean that, that cool it's still running that's cool and like the actual creator is getting credit for it that's great um I guess lesson don't just don't trust anyone whose name is Keywood or Wood Keys or any combination of those Anything words. Wood in general. Uh, <laughs> what or is Centrac. Like Never trust Centrac. <laughs> gotta gotta do my daily Centrac. Uh, sorry, PSA. PSA. Don't deal with Centrac, guys. Uh, buy from your friendly neighborhood keyboard vendor, like uh, Kibio or Space Cat. Space Cat's still up, by the way. Josh is not dead. He's still taking orders, as far as I know. As far as I know, he's still shipping them. Yeah, um, I think so. And then he's like, you know, if you really need to talk to him, just ping him on Twitter. I think that's yeah. I think he's, he's active uh, on Twitter. Kind of active on there a little bit. Instagram a little bit. But uh, or just probably contact him through Space Cat. Probably get back to you. But he's not dead. I can say that. Uh, I talked to him like two days ago. I texted him, and uh, he's just moving. Long move, but you know, sometimes it be that way. I get it. Moving sucks, especially right now, because I can't imagine it's easy to get everything sorted out. So yeah, everybody's moving. It's like the the, the really the new rage right now. Well, Jerm moved. Oh yeah, Jerm did move. That's right. Yeah, I guess there are a few people who are moving. I he, moved. He had been away for a while. I moved like three months ago. Or not three. I guess it's been like it's been more than three months. Like four or five months ago. That's I'm house hunting. So oh, are you? I've been, well, I've been house hunting for like three years now in this like <laughs> particular neighborhood but it's like the market is so tight so yeah yeah north yeah that that part of north carolina is pretty uh pretty saturated for sure i remember like, um we had some friends looking for houses and they like they would find one they liked and it'd be gone before the end of the day basically yeah. oh yeah that's exactly what it is like yeah. this one house we saw it's like my my realtor she's great but like mm-hmm. she had to like fight to get like a 30 minute sub slot into like you know somebody's hour long slot yeah and then like basically it was that same day the, the it got sold I'm like, the, the, the seller the seller was like you have to put in your offer by 5 p.m <laughs> uh, and we're like 
No, like it, it you know, it was like no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. Like I, I know the housing market there's crazy. It seems like it's, it's still crazy. Um, I assume COVID hasn't it hasn't died down at all, really. Yeah, I mean, I would go to a house like yeah, gotta wear gloves and mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people are still snatching them up. Yeah, it's, it's a hot area, that's for sure. Um, it's not getting any cheaper down there. <laughs> it's yeah, not no, Seattle it's not. level. It's, yeah, it's not there yet, for sure. Not, not even close. Not even close to Seattle level. But yeah. still, uh, even from when I moved there um, from my first job, it's it's gone up quite a bit. So remember, we, we were looking at houses when we thought we were going to stay in North Carolina. But obviously, <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> um, but that, that's that's fun. When do you do you have like a timeline you're trying to get a house by, or just when the right one comes along? Basically, when the right one comes along. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, we've been looking for a while now. Yeah, but. that's fair. That's for you trying to stay like in that same area you are right now. Pretty much, yeah. Just to like Chapel Hill proper. Yeah, itself. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Chapel Hill's a nice area. At least you're not moving to like Cary. <laughs> Cary North. <laughs> Would Carolina. never move to Cary. Don't move to Cary. Anyone thinking to move to Cary, North Carolina, don't do it unless you're over the age of seventy. Uh, then you'll love it. I mean, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, they have the good school systems there, but like, you're buying a house that's like cookie cutter, smash, oh, yeah, smash, smash, smash. And it's like looks like looks like crap, and it's like it's ninety percent old people, honestly, and they're judgy southern older old people. No offense, but I lived there. They're very judgy, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's like all old people. It's like uh, it's actually I think well, it's I guess like. It, it's quote unquote the safest like uh, city in America. I think it's like one of the top safest cities in America. And I'll tell you, the only reason it's one of the safest cities in America is because it's like ninety percent old people. Um, I, li- yeah, I, I, I guess rented that's, there that's for Central Cary, and then yeah, because yeah. I lived in Central Cary for like a little bit, but now like West Cary is like all the the new crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been expanding because now it's like the tech tech center of the East Coast. They're trying to say right, um, which. Eh, it kind of is, you know. You got the research triangle. I think I think they're they're pitching it a bit harder than it actually is. Yeah. But uh, like it, it's mainly banks. If you want to work for a bank, uh, Carrie's got a lot of banks. Um, other than that, there's SAS, <laughs> who like everyone and their brother yeah. works for. Um, but it's, it's, I did interview with SAS once. It's eh, whatever. Yeah. It's 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 a giant company you know it is what it is but I've, I've found that most east coast tech jobs are either games or banks honestly we had a couple game companies yeah, yeah we had epic and then uh you have red storm no. is down there yeah. uh, there's one that used to work like one floor above me at my previous office i think it was what was it called vicious cycle that's what it was okay okay yeah that's what it seems to mainly be on the east coast is a uh, bank's video game i don't know why uh, necessarily, but that's what it seems to be. Um, there are some small startups in the research triangle area for sure, but uh, it's not like the next Silicon Valley. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the next Silicon Valley. It's, yeah, I think that's pushing by, it a not bit. Not by any means. I think if, if I was to put money on the next Silicon Valley, I'd have to go with Austin, probably. Austin. Or even Seattle. Maybe like Northern maybe? Virginia. I don't know. But probably not Seattle. It's, it's pretty ingrained at this point that it's Amazon. But uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Part of Virginia, I, I could see that Northern Virginia area becoming one. But my money be on Austin, Texas, because it's yeah. huge. There's a lot of space, and currently it's cheap as hell, um, comparatively. 
to other tech hubs, right? Um, it's not as cheap as it used to be, but it's pretty cheap. Wait, what's going on in chat? Oh, people... Wait, someone has green energy. Who has green energy? Where? What? I'm so confused. Oh, you're talking about East Coast Austin. stuff. I think I'm talking about East Coast. Security. Yeah, there's a lot of government jobs on the East Coast because you're so close to D.C. Lots of uh, contracting and stuff like that um, to do with uh, like government stuff. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, that was my job previously. So Web stuff. Yeah, web stuff. Green energy. Eh, to an extent. Sure. Sure. I so say you got a lot of that. I'd say you have more on the West Coast for green energy. Uh, you got Dominion Power on the East Coast. My friend works for them. Um, what else? Well, speaking of green energy, one thing that's cool is that uh, Washington's almost. Uh, I think in the next decade they're going to be 100 percent renewable, like all their all like or, or not 100 percent renewable. Sorry, uh, like zero, like the, the cut the break even point, right? Where like they're not making more carbon emissions, something like whatever it means. Um. Like, all of electricity is going to be... Actually, no, it is 100% renewable. We're, we're shutting down our last coal plant and stuff. So it's all... Uh, I think hydroelectric's the big one, and then solar and wind. Um, we have a lot of hydroelectric power up here, uh, especially Seattle and, like, northwestern Washington. It's a lot of hydroelectric. And I think uh, we're, since we're connected to Vancouver, Vancouver buys energy from Washington... And so when we go to like 100% renewable, they also will end up being 100% renewable by proxy. This is neat. Cool facts. Cool facts, right? Water power. And because of that, our energy, our electricity is actually pretty cheap up here, which is nice. I can I like it. It's like a it's a bit cheaper than it was in North Carolina, which is nice. I use more cuz I have a you know, more technology at the moment. <laughs> but you know, AOL, I think Verizon's also based on the East Coast. I think one of their big headquarters is on the East Coast. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Is there a big... I don't think there's an Amazon headquarters on the East Coast. Um, what, what about... Oh. There's warehouses. Like, there's definitely big, like, fulfillment centers and stuff. But I don't think they have any, like, uh... Weren't they building something at, like, uh... I don't know. What's the they were apparently called? building one in D.C., or are like the one near like like whatever they used to call Crystal City. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one. Um, I don't think there's any. There's, I know there at least there wasn't any Google when I lived there because I remember looking at them for jobs. There was no Google, no big Microsoft ones either. I'm just going through the big tech companies. There might have been Apple. There might have been some Apple jobs, but HQ2. Yeah, HQ2. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going on with that. I should. I work at Amazon. Oh, National Landing. That's that's what I was, yeah, thinking. National Landing. HQ two. I for, I wonder. Are they still doing that? I don't know. I guess they must have paused it because of COVID, at least. But I will say, Seattle is basically Amazon's city at this point. It's uh, quite insane how many buildings Amazon owns in Seattle. It's like you look down the street, and over half of them are owned by Amazon in some form. So. You know, is what it is. Some people aren't happy about it. Some people don't care. Some people think it's great. Um, I'm not going to say my position because I enjoy working. So <laughs> I enjoy having a job. Uh, so we'll wait until I get a new job. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. You're great. Love working for Amazon. Um, I do. They're my, my team's great. Love my team. Um, 
But anyways, off of Amazon and Tech Cities and all that crap. I don't know. We talked about keyboards a little bit, right? Drop. What else? There's been other crap going on in keyboards. Um, what else do I got? You posted like something. There was some. We were talking about something in a. Oh, uh, let me see. What else? Let me find out. I got. I got a link to something. Oh, so I guess yeah. People can. Some people complaining or unnecessarily raising too much hell about um, the GMK nine zero zero nine. Oh yeah, I don't follow that. Some, warp, some warping and legend issues, but like I think it's just. A little bit overblown by like a couple of uh, annoying. Oh, people. we could talk about the novel keys thing real quick. Oh yeah, we yeah. Touched the on NK95. that. The NK95, where uh, a bunch of people got really upset and uh, started harassing yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. which wasn't oh, cool. Yeah. Don't do that. If you did that, you're an asshole. Sorry. Actually, not sorry. If you did that, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, don't harass vendors because you didn't get what you want. Um, and they're just gonna ghost you in the future or yeah, ban you. Yeah, Mike's from a whatever. great guy. Um, you know, he's doing. I've met him, and I've met the people that work for him. And you know, it's a small team. Does what he can. He's putting out. You know, he's. Good. They're gonna keep running it. Like th- this isn't like a one-off thing. They're gonna keep stocking the NK95. Yeah, I mean, they, they've already got like more so, uh, coming their way on a boat or whatever. Know, don't be entitled assholes just because you're mad that apparently bots bought them all. But. And people, people will remember. I know, like I've seen some of the messages that Mike got. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> and, someone and, and, he's like, and then and then and then somebody was somebody was like trying to be like super nice afterwards. It's like no, I remember you. Oh yeah, no, you'll get uh, you'll get if not blacklisted, you'll at least get uh, you know, forget about getting any support from vendors after that. Don't don't send people death threats, man. It's not cool, especially in such a small community. Even though it, keyboard community's gotten pretty damn big, it's still pretty uh, close knit as far as far as vendors talking to each other. So don't be a dick. Um, don't be a Dave Miller. You know. <laughs> Speaking of, we had, we in between today and like our previous podcast, uh, he got banned from Mech Market. Wait, really? Did he? Yeah, that's great. Because he uh, he scammed somebody. <laughs> he oh yeah, he scammed the Alice, Alvin, the, the Alice, red right? Alice. Yeah. God, why? 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 Like, this man, you know, he, he was on MasterChef. He's got the money, right? <laughs> I mean, he's a software engineer. You know, software like. engineer? Like, come on. I know the Alice is an expensive board, but then don't buy it. Didn't he make a post about, yes, like, like, having spending thousands 11K. of dollars on keyboards? And, like, it was, like, one of those humble brag posts, yes. right? I remember, yeah, what a dick. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but, you know, he stole... An Alice from someone. He's a dick. Um, if you don't want to be called a dick, don't steal things from people. <laughs> um, Kibio overcharged me on an Elite C. Well, we can blast Kibio all we want. Shit store. Don't go there. I can um, just. I, we can just set MSRP higher for everybody yeah, across yeah. the board. Elite C is now going to be thirty two ninety nine thanks to Spooled three hundred two. Actually, no, Spooled three hundred two. It's me thirty dollars and twenty cents every time uh, you buy an Elite C. Um, you can thank. Again, a spool of 302 for that. Um, the Elite C is a good price. We haven't gotten, actually, I'm surprised I haven't gotten more uh, flack over the price of it. Um, I think in the beginning, people were a bit annoyed how. I mean, I've, was, I've seen some but, chatter, like, about, like, oh, yeah, Elite C is overcharged. But, like, you know. People you still buy the it. damn thing. Go, go, go make it, go run your own, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not you like it's anything novel. Own. It's not patented. Go make your own Elite C and 
Sell it yourself. And then I, I saw I saw somebody was like, and then I'll lower why the price. Are they on, why are they why are they on V four at this point? Like you know, like I would just get it done right in the V one. Well, like that's what I thought. Let me try. tell you, you try, you try. That's it. what I thought when I made the lead. See, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna have to make it. It's gonna be great. You know, then V one point one. I'm like, all right, that's the only change. <laughs> the V four, and I'm pretty sure I've got it locked in at this point. But uh, you know, that's one thing you don't learn until you like run a design is that there's always problems. <laughs> Not like, you know, killer issues. Like, the Elite CV1 works, you know, as a keyboard controller. Just, you know, there were small tw- quirks with it, or, like, you know, the diode didn't get soldered properly, or, uh, you know, the, the V3 was, uh, you couldn't actually use an external USB port easily. <laughs> um, so, you know, small changes. Like, no, n- it never worked. I don't think I ever had a revision of the Elite C that straight up didn't work. Yeah. Um... I think the three because we hot fixed it with three point one, but uh, it still like it still worked. It was just a weird little quirk we had with it. So, you know, takes it's not that easy, guys. It's not as easy as throwing stuff on a PCB um, and uh, getting it made. Even if it's a proven design, like you know, when I did the Elite C, the Mega onboard stuff was pretty proven. There's you can Google it. There's open source designs everywhere, um, but even then, you know, you run into issues. So, yeah, feel free. I'm not, I'm not sending letters to people telling them not to make elite C's or clones thereof. Of there have been a few, you know. There's been the goldfish. That's one I can think of off the top. Of my that was head. the open source one. That was the open source there one. There's the, it's no, um, bit C. The bit C or bit C. They should have said bit C, but they didn't. It's like S Y. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Opportunity, yeah. guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bit C. And I think there was another one, but they've never really uh, gained the traction. Which, again, we're no, I'm not stonewalling anybody. Um, wow, there goes another one. But, uh, yeah, the price is... It is what it is, you know? Um, look at it this way. If you buy it, it won't break. So... And if it does, you, can, you know, pretty much every vendor will replace it or something. Yeah, no, as long the, as you did it. pretty good about it. It, it, it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just not, we've had, I've had a few. Like, don't, don't give me something that's like completely soldered in. And or uh, completely chopped and... into pieces. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Leeds, these, I, I have a few on personal board. That's what was wrong with the V1. That's what was wrong with the V1. Uh, the, the first prototypes before we started selling them was uh, the USB port wasn't soldered on properly. I remember that. I still have a few of those PCBs. The USB-C port would like pivot on the back solder because oh. the legs weren't soldered in completely. Uh, that was that never actually got released into production. I don't think that got fixed pretty quick. But uh, actually, no, it did. It did. We we had a, there, were, there were probably a hundred of those out in the wild somewhere. But um, as of now, as of the V1 forward, uh, these ports are like they're on there. I've got a few. I've got one of my macro packs. I swapped it out. I I have to put one on my wife's because the Pro Micro port snapped off as they do. Um, so, and now with the mid-mount, like, these things are, with the mid-mount USB-C port, these things are solid. Like, I can't, I cannot see this snapping off yeah. unless you really you have four, you have, you have the four support legs on that. You have the four yeah. support legs, and with the mid-mount, it's like, you know, it's in between the PCB. You're not going to get as much leverage, right? Like, it's, it's freaking in there. And I've, I've talked to the fab, and they, every time they make sure to solder those, we've had issues in the past. So, it's. I will say the USB-C port will not break under normal use. Um, although I, one thing I got a, a picture from a Mech Keyboard Mech Boards UK um, from a customer 
they got an elite CV4 and the MCU wasn't soldered on. It just wasn't there. Oh, my God. It just wasn't there at all. It wasn't even in the bag. It's like they forgot to put it on at the fact. I will say, it's only the first or second time I've ever seen that happen out of thousands. So it doesn't happen that often. It was kind of funny. Um, you know, it happens. I can't look at every Elite C as I pack them. I'm sorry. Neither can the vendors. It's just You don't a have, lot. like... Uh machine vision going on exactly exactly they ran out of trips in the tra- yeah it's probably what happened honestly it's probably they probably hit the like end of the, the last ba- batch yeah yeah and uh didn't notice or something it's fine um like i said it's the only one i've seen uh, i think i might have seen another one way back in the v2 someone might have sent a picture of it but it's not something that happens often um Elicro's pretty good about their qc i will say if anything they usually send me one or two extra so can't complain too much and uh, the vendors haven't, you know, yelled at me yet. So <laughs> if, if that happens, I, I'll typically throw in an extra Elite C or two next time to make up for it. But that's just the cost of doing business when you're working in, like, high quantities of anything. Is that usually there's an acceptable failure rate, like for PCBs, right? It's like 1%, I'd say. Yeah, is like, like within reasonableness, and any more than that starts getting you know like okay, what's going on? And so far, the elite C's been hitting that. I've uh, we've definitely had some that have had issues, not worked, not been flashed properly, not been detected, but it's not been anywhere out of hand. So <laughs> you know, buy buy an elite C today is what I'm saying right now. Use the promo code spooled three hundred two, and it'll cost thirty dollars. <laughs> can you do that on Shopify? Can you make a promo code and make something cost more money? Like a negative discount? Is that possible? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let's make it so well, you can't maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe have it uh, script do like a secret like bundle in an extra charge or something Yeah, like it's that. a bundle like nothing. Um, it's like bundle uh, like an invisible item or something. That'd be great. And make it so that once they apply the promo code, they can't apply any of other promo codes until they buy it. <laughs> Like, make it so if certain people shop at your website, it's just increased by 10%. I think that's actually illegal. Uh, <laughs> I think there's, like, trade, like, laws around doing stuff like that. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Dynamic I'm not, pricing. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if dynamic pricing is legal. I, I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. I think it's, like, the same reason why, like, to have a sale, you have to have a certain steady price for X amount of days out of the year or something. So you, you probably get a lot of trouble if you do that. <laughs> It'd be funny. Like, make everything that Dave Miller buys, like, uh, 50% more. But the price of an Alice. There we go. There we go. If if, if Dave Miller ever bought, tries to buy some Elite Seas from me, I'll charge him, was it, like, $1,200? How much of the Alice was? Yep. Something like that. You hear to hear first. Dave, if you want some Elite Seas, I'll sell them to you. But they're $1,200. And uh, all that money is going towards the poor soul you scammed the, the Alice from. Anyway. Although I think the guy, I think the, the scammy got his money back. That's good. That's good. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, he used PayPal. But still, he didn't get the keyboard back. Well, I th- well, I mean, the point was he wanted to sell the keyboard in the first place. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot the direction it went. That's good, at least. That's good, at least. But and usually PayPal, if it's that big amount of money, usually they'll uh, they'll at least strike your account, like Dave's account, if uh, something like that happens. So, you know. He's not allowed on mech market anymore. He'll, he'll probably make an alt at some point. Yeah. Like, they can't IP point. ban you on Reddit, right? Even then, change your IP. It's not yeah, hard. I don't think so. 
Let's get a VPN at that point. Yeah, people, there's ways around it. I bet. I bet. Maybe wood keys was keys wood. We'll never know. Trying to break into the. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's California, again. not Texas. So I could be maybe lying. Moved. Who I knows? Know. They were lying about being made in California. Maybe they're lying about not being wood keys. I feel bad for the other Dave Millers in the world. Yeah, so we're talking about a very specific Dave Miller. If you feel you're being called out inappropriately, um, we're talking about the Dave Miller that was on MasterChef. Yeah. So <laughs> should narrow it down a little bit. Um, speaking of names, though, if it's, I love my name, Christopher Poole, because like, I can put that anywhere, and it doesn't matter, because whenever you Google Christopher Poole, it's the guy who made 4chan. Like... It's always the result. It's always back to the guy who made Fortune because his name's Christopher Poole. So it's like almost impossible to find me on like anything. Yeah, I'm pretty like impossible to find too. Well, yeah, your last name's like, like every no, last e- e- name. No, even if you do like, you know, my name, like last name, Chapel Hill, it's like you're yeah. not, gonna, yeah, it's actually somebody else still. Oh, yeah, there's a, because I mean, even at my work, whenever, because we just hired a, um, uh, an employee that has your, the same last name as you and when I was trying to find them in the directory I was just like it was so long it took me so it was so hard to find them I made yeah I made 4chan yep exactly that, that was me when I was what like two years old I made 4chan <laughs> it's a prodigy like that guy in Hackers who got his uh, uh, the protagonist in Hackers who got uh, arrested at like seven years old that was me it's creating 4chan they can shadow bat you by your username. Yeah, yeah, they can definitely shadow bat you. I feel like he'd pick up on that pretty quick. I feel like anyone would pick up on that pretty quick. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's about all, all I've got right now without uh, devolving to even more off topic. Um, I know it's like you said you wanted to go around 11. So it's like yeah, 11, so 15, probably right? about time. Yeah, let me see. I'm just looking through my projects list. I still got. Well, I've already talked about other streams, but yeah, got a. I've got to reorder the sync PCBs. Uh, I did make one mistake. I switched the um, the marking. It's just. It's not like a problem with the PCB itself. It's just um, mm-hmm. the markings. Like I've got markings for like where to put um, certain switches. Oh uh, yeah, sure, like sure. So it tells you if you put like a one U or one point two five. But this one right here, I swaps like. I swapped the labels by accident. Ah, hate that. So. Be stock. But it's just a guy. It was just a guide anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you want it to look good. That's, that's half the fun of PCB designs. You make it look good. All right. A PCB that looks good functions better. You can't prove me wrong. Speed stripes. <laughs> yeah. Speed stripes. Exactly. It's like those light up lights on shoes make you go faster. Um, but yeah, I don't have any updates either, other than elite season stock, pretty much everywhere. Uh, again, if you have a local vendor that doesn't have it, ask them to, to bother me. Um, we'll have plenty in stock soon. But yeah, they're, they're in stock everywhere. Uh, the ARM version will be out eventually. Soon, TM, probably a few months. All depends on how things go. Uh, you know, split. I, I have no control over split support. So when it does get released, don't bother me about split support. <laughs> That's QMK. All right? Um, it's It's... Stick this in your single not my, yeah, uh, it's board meant, compu- It'll be meant uh, for single keyboards. boards. If, if uh, split support for ARM ever comes, it'll work in split boards, sure. But uh, don't, uh, don't at me, bro. Um, <laughs> eh, that's all. That's all I got. That's, that's all I freaking sell is Elite Seas. I need to make a website. It's like EliteSeas.com. 
Does that exist? Hold on. Some, somebody don't don't claim that. You know, somebody. It's got to exist because right like it's such a short URL. All the short URLs are taken usually. Um, let's see, elitec.com. Elitec.com. It's not secure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's you can. White, uh, it looks like it's uh, taken because it's not giving me a does dot, not exist. Dot com is taken. It's not even a thing. It's it's not even like it's just a white page. Right, elite hyphen C. I mean, you could probably get the, like the the hyphen one pretty easily. No, it's it's, it's uh, no. It's, oh, it's registered in registered in twenty twenty. Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. Like if you go on it, there's nothing there. Who it's regist- a white who page. Regist- who registered it? Dot dot team is available. Did, there we go. Did Josh register elite dot com? <laughs> Way back. That's before I even like uh, had the elite. Let's see. Who's it say? Who's got it? It's from GoDaddy. Know, it, God, it just who, says registered in twenty twenty. Who uses GoDaddy? Oh wait, it is twenty twenty. You're right. Yeah. I thought it was like. I wonder who got it. That's funny. That wasn't even... That was uh, February. Huh. If one of you bought Elite C, I, I don't care. I was never going to buy it. But tell yeah. me, because that's funny. None of us are going to buy that. Yeah, I, I don't care um, if you bought it. Um, you know. Let's see. Created February yeah, it 16. It, it's, uh, it's, it's obfuscated. It's, it's through GoDaddy somewhere. 7-11 a.m. UTC. <laughs> So, so what's that? What, let's see. What's that translate to? to yeah, uh, uh, we're US doing time. sleuth stuff. <clears throat> let's see. It's Eastern Standard Time. That so is that would have been three. 3 a.m. Okay, so it wasn't someone in the U.S. then. Mm. <coughs> it could have been someone on the West Coast because that's only midnight. Probably not. So I'm saying you. What's that in UK time? That's 8 a.m., oh, so it could have been, yeah. but it's probably not. It's probably like, I don't know. So it's winning Europe. Somebody, somebody woke up from a dream and like, hey, got to get EliteSea.com. <laughs> well, it wasn't when we were podcasting, so I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. If you bought it, just like ping me anonymously because I want to know why you bought it. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to pay you for it because I don't care. But Oh, let's see. Hold on, hold on. I'll give you 20 bucks for it. I, I did. Uh, oh, are you are you researching this? We're about to find I'm out. I'm researching this. Okay, let's see. Hold on, hold on. I think I got something. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to register LT trademark and take it back. Yeah, no, no. let's not get into that. That I'm gonna recent post, legislation. I'm gonna post this. It was a whole thing. Let's find out who did it. Yeah, I posted. I posted into live stream, live stream channel. Elites? Elite counseling and consulting. Ah. Okay. So it's not even related to us in any way. That's funny. It was like this year. That's that's pretty. So it's counseling. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, The Elite C will not help you with any of your, you know, counseling needs um, at all. Unless you have issues not having enough Elite Cs in your life, then yes, it will help. But (laughs) beyond that, don't buy Elite Cs to fill the void in your heart. That's funny. Wonder if I could like also like email them like, hey. Um, oh wait, wait! I misread this. It's uh, wait. Oh, and that must have been a typo because this second image it says like elitec-c.com. Well, in there it says elitec.com, like on the t- on the Google tip. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just like mistyped their email and probably Facebook, that Facebook post or whatever. Yeah, who knows? That's funny though. That's so interesting. I- I'm gonna have to. Because if you go to the website again, it's just a it's just a white page. Like there's not even the GoDaddy placeholder. If I inspect Element, it's literally an empty HTML document 
with Google AdSense. It has Google AdSense. <laughs> um, it says with full functionality, you need JavaScript. So it's got a cloud front JavaScript. But that's all. There's literally nothing else on this page but Google AdSense. That's really weird. <laughs> so someone's paying for hosting. Yep. It's probably Next episode, it's, it's we'll probably one of those dive like, into it. It's probably like a GoDaddy, like you if you want email, you have to buy something and they throw who fucking knows. Who knows? But that's so weird. Uh, running ads on a blank page. Hey, it's they got at least two clicks today because I went through it twice. So there you go. They're gonna see like a tick of like a penny for this month. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Quick, everyone to visit Elite. All from Twitch. Everyone visit elitec.com um, just just to mess with their AdSense. That's that that is all. That's all I got. <laughs> Anyways. Thanks, guys. This was, uh, again, the first podcast in a very, very long time. We'll try to do these weekly again. Um, Josh, hopefully, we'll be back in the next few weeks. Um, we're probably going to move the time slot at some point. I know we've been saying that for a while, but we probably will. Um, this one should be uploaded to our podcast stuff. Josh is the one who usually does all the podcast crap, so it might not go up right away, but I do have the recording, so it'll go up eventually. Uh, but yeah, I I'll probably no, just download the Twitch stream and then um, extract the yeah, audio never, and post it up. I'm, I'm not. I then oh yeah, I have access to the yeah. We well, have a, we have all the uh, I, 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 I have the process yeah audio processing thing yeah. So uh, someone will do it. Don't expect it quickly, but uh, <laughs> it'll be up eventually. But uh, yeah, have a have a great great day, great day, night. I don't know wherever the hell you are in the world. Night here, sun setting, but. All right, see ya.